It's Valerie. I'm Shannon. Jeremy's over there. And welcome back to Pink Notes. Fabulous. We're back again. Sweltering hot. Back at it again. Back at it. Yeah, yesterday was uh, 96. Mm -hmm. It broke a record. And the heat index was about a million. It's only going to get worse. It is. Welcome to Florida. Yeah. We tell you this so you'll all stay away. (laughs) <laughs> and not move don't, down here anymore. Don't come. Too many people. We're full, thanks. <clears throat> I guess you can come and visit if you want, because we need your tourist dollars. But don't move down here. It's bad for tourists, too. Yeah. There's just way too many people. So, um, there's a house for sale up the street for me, as there always is. Everybody's like, oh, I can get this much for my house? I'm going to sell and cash out. So, the house up the street for me is um, not that much bigger than mine. And it's going for $549,000. Has an above, small above ground pool with a patio Crazy. on the back, um, alley access for the garage. I think it's a four and two, but it's very plain and unassuming mm-hmm. on the front. So I'm like, hey, what's our house worth? Oh my gosh. Um, two and almost three times what we paid for it. Wow. Six years ago. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not including the garage. Oh, right. Yeah. They don't have it valued. You know, that open door? We'll give you X number of dollars for your house right now, and that's the offer that they put in. Because I didn't put in that yeah. we were looking to sell, but open door, if you're looking. Said it's not for sale. It sold for X number of dollars, blah, blah, blah. And that's the price, because I looked at the pictures they had. They're the pictures from when we bought it. Mm-hmm. And um, that's without our garage. So it's going to be like three times what we paid for it with the garage. And I said to Bill, you know, <laughs> could sell it, take that money and buy something else. It'd be good good as gold. But then we were thinking, what are we going to buy? There's, There's nothing available. That's yeah. the problem. Is that's that the thing. The greedy people are greedy, but they don't mm-hmm. have anywhere to go. Yeah, where are they going to go unless you leave yeah. or end up paying even more well, for a similar house? And then you're still stuck in the same there's a neighbor next to my friends, and um, they've had their house for sale since the friends moved in. So I'm guessing maybe 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 a month. And um, th- I think it sold because they moved out this weekend, mm-hmm. and they could not find anywhere to go. Mm-mm. So where do you move to? I'm thinking, well, if you downsize and go to a condo, but they're all being snatched up too. Yeah, exactly. And you that's have what to put your name in is... for these new condos that are being built, which are already pre-sold before they're even built. They're already sold all they their won't units. Build it unless it it's... is all sold. Yeah, or like most of it At is least, sold. Yeah, three quarters. But a lot of the signs on these new condo units that are going up are say already sold out. Mm. So. Well, I know that in South St. Pete, they've had to put in some um low income housing mm-hmm. affordable housing units yeah yeah so that was one of the things that the mayor ran on was the mm-hmm. fact that they that has to be done and it mm-hmm. has to yeah there's just there's no a, place for people to live what is it there's a place in downtown st pete near the F- edge district the fringe that i don't know anyway there's affordable housing going in there and they said that um most of them Say there's like 600 units, like 450 of them are for people with a median income of this. And then 75 of them are for a median income of just a few thousand more than that. And then a few thousand more than that, there's like 25 units or something. But the majority of them, and I said, wow, that's really good income. 
They have levels. some in town already, but they don't have enough. Yeah. They don't have enough for the amount of people that aren't making mm-hmm. huge amounts mm-hmm. of money. The affordable housing is what they really need because they have these million-dollar condos or $800,000 condos, which yeah, people they, are moving from all over. But yeah, but the they also people, have yeah. $2,000 apartments. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy. I found out what we could get for rent for our house. I said, oh, my gosh, Bill, why are we not just renting it out? Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. It's twice our mortgage that we could get for rent. And I'm like, ah, I got too we much stuff here. Back before the housing boom, the place I lived at with three other people, mm-hmm. we paid 1600 a month. Because you were right close to downtown. For like, oh, no, other place. Oh, other place. Further up the road from here. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, the and house. That was, yeah. And that was like a just abandoned house, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't. It was a house, but it wasn't like there was nothing new. Yeah, in there, it. Was there was nothing wasn't, new. You know, there wasn't that much that was like nice, but it was like. And your central air. Yeah, and our AC stuff. Conked working. out so like, like immediately after you moved in for months. I can't imagine what the rent is there now. Probably twice. I don't know. Then. I haven't looked it up. I think someone just bought it. Well, they'll triple the rent. Yeah tear it down and put a couple of units in there and charge a fortune yeah they're putting i mean the interesting thing about saint pete is that the nice neighborhood is right across the street from the bad neighborhood yeah you can have the whereas i don't know if you guys saw the shooting did you i'm sure you saw the shooting in buffalo Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so did we talk about this last week where um, no it hadn't happened yet it hadn't Maybe it sure? just happened and would, I don't think I don't. we touched on it. Buffalo either. seems to be very segregated. Well, Buffalo that's what, exactly what I was going to say. St. Pete is very segregated, too. Not as much as Buffalo. Yeah. True. Because I, I had, I could swear we talked about this, but anyway, I uh, mentioned to Kevin, my half-sister who lives up in that area, Tonawanda, maybe? Mm-hmm. I'm not North sure. Tonawanda, Tonawanda, and, yeah. Um, she showed a picture of the kids' school. They had, like, a program in the gym or something. There was not one child of any color besides Caucasian. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> I um, said to her, I said, yeah, that's Buffalo. And then, you know, then the store where all of the people the died, shoot, yeah. that was, you know, every color. Yeah. Except it's, Caucasian. It's in a neighborhood of uh, people of color mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, predominantly, so St. Pete um, doesn't black, have yeah. it like that. I mean, if you go down one of the central streets that go north and south, mm-hmm. it's honestly across the street from each other. It's a mixture. And yeah. so, um, and Buffalo has always been that way. That you know, there's a predominantly uh, black neighborhood, a predominantly um, Hispanic neighborhood, and then predominantly white neighborhoods. But also, they don't it cross was over much. Zoned that way. It was Buffalo zoned has that like way. a weird yeah. history of doing that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, my my. Gr- I have a ton of family there. And I remember when I was little, my grandparents um, absolutely did not have any black people in their neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they were happy <laughs> with that. If um, you go to my hometown, there's not a person of color to be found. There's a couple, but they work on the farms. Mm. So it's it's migrant workers. But other than that, no, 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 no. So, it just, I mean, it just was very interesting. But... They're putting homes in um, not too far from where we are, and I pass them on my way to one of the offices that we work at, and it's right beside a homeless, I don't know if it's a shelter or a spot where they give Just away... Just um, get food and stuff? They can get food. They can sleep there. I think mm-hmm. they can get a shower there. 
and it's like a really nice house, probably over five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and they're building two right next to that mm-hmm. spot. And I'm thinking, number one, anybody who knows St. Pete probably won't spend that to live there. No. And they're right on a very busy street. And yeah. the other thing is, if if they do, you know, they're going to have to sell it to somebody from out of town. Out of state, yeah. You know, that doesn't know the neighborhoods or mm-hmm. whatever. And it probably looks fine during the day, as long as you don't look over to the side and see, you know, the transient people sleeping in the grass. Yeah. Um, a lot yeah, of them. Yeah. And, and you would be a little leery about them at night, of course. Um, some of them are probably completely harmless, but you never know. Well, you know, we had, I was um, going through a girl's Facebook page and she had taken a cruise. I think it left Seattle, went to Alaska, mm-hmm. went through British Columbia and then came home. She posted a picture um, from British Columbia and it was a needle um Needle exchange? Nope. Drop off? Yeah, a needle drop box. And it was like in the downtown area of British Columbia. She's like, no way, that's horrible. And I'm thinking, it's not. No, that's the best it's possible. Yeah. Very forward it's thinking. Very forward the whole thinking. thing, I, I read like a book about harm reduction, mm-hmm. just general, like it was a college text yeah. of like harm reduction for a social work program. And uh, downloaded illegally. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, read, that's neither here nor there. That's <laughs> whatever. But uh, I read about it and like harm reduction is all about like, would you rather this mm-hmm. person go into like an alley and use a dirty needle right. or would you rather them be able to go to a place, yep. get a clean needle, make sure they don't die and, and maybe get some help. Yeah. And then dispose yeah. of it exactly. in the correct manner. So it's not getting in the garbage. It's not getting just left behind where somebody could get a hold of it. And that's the other thing, too. There's, there was this whole story. Um, it was a documentary about the West Coast and their um, homeless population and it how it's just huge. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there are tent cities where they just let people live. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have their tent. They have their little space, and it is their space. Mm-hmm. And there are people that go out every day, and their job is to check on everybody. Yeah. Have them come in and take a shower. They drive trucks with a shower mm-hmm. to let There's people a, get a shower. Somebody in St. Pete who's raising money, she did a GoFundMe because she had one unit where she pulls it up to these uh, areas of homeless people in the St. Pete, Tampa Bay area, and she was doing a GoFundMe to put in more because she drives around to these neighborhoods just to offer these uh, people a place to get a nice shower and, you know, just freshen up and that kind well, of thing. Because I, You know, what What happens in this area, though, because, you know, don't don't look at them. Yeah. If we don't look at them, they don't exist. They don't exactly. exist. If so you don't see it, then yeah. They move them around. They mm-hmm. shove them out of different spots because... Mm-hmm. We're going to build one of those multi-billion dollar condos, Mm -hmm. and we don't want the condo people to stare down at the homeless people. Yeah. So we shove them out and shove them out and shove them out. Property values to go high. And so, whereas in, on the West Coast, they just, they're so much better at it than we will ever be. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And people are like, oh, that's a terrible, it's not a terrible thing. You know, unless you are ready to give up your money mm-hmm. to to put these folks in a home mm-hmm. and to help them 
with their mental health and their drug addictions and their alcohol and addictions their, uh, and their diabetes you, and their high blood pressure. Then you and, have to just let them live. Yeah. And try to make, you know, try to make it a dignified existence yeah. for them. Yeah. Yeah. Also like the only solution, like there's no, all of the measures that are in place to help people now are kind of just like stopgap things. They're mm-hmm. not like, they don't actually permanently help anybody. Correct. It's kind of just like, yeah, you can come in, you can get a meal and a shower and right. like maybe sleep there if there are enough beds, but then come then daybreak, you you're kicked out. You right. exactly. And then you're on your own again. And then it's like a lottery system, essentially, right. where yeah. like if you get in line early enough, you might just be able to if get in and get a meal enough. and a shower. Yeah. But housing, like yeah. building housing for these people is the cheapest, best option. Correct. At St. Pete, I was reading something, um, an article that St. Pete is trying to go around to some of these abandoned, dilapidated houses, and um, they're trying to buy them up, buy the properties, and put in affordable housing for these people. And there's some people that just don't have an income. Yeah, but it's not affordable so, housing. It's free housing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's free right, housing. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to build it so that people do have a place to stay. I mean... You're, it's so easy to look down on people who don't have what you have, the basic necessities. We are all, it's a right. It's not a privilege to have a roof over your head and clean water. It's a right. You, everybody should be able to have that. So I think that the initiative that they're doing to try and put in housing for people, just so they have a little bit of dignity and it gets hot in Florida and we have the rainy season and you just feel for these people. That we have enough money in this country to oh, house sure. and feed everybody we have. And also, like, the people... I deal with a lot of, like, weird backwards trades people where it's just like, well, what I did was I just started laying bricks for a guy. And it's like, yeah, but you probably also had, like, a place to go and shower at the end of the day. Yeah. It's like, you can't really... Like, oh, you could work at McDonald's or whatever. And it's like, that doesn't work if you don't have like you don't reliable have an address. like you don't know where you're sleeping that night and you don't yeah. have like a place to charge a phone or like mm-hmm. an alarm clock you don't have like a reliable mode of transportation you don't have anything yeah, like it's you're not just assuming these people have access it's to not that. like a pull your up by it yourself by your up by your bootstraps it's thing. not that easy anymore. it's not possible no. and most of these people they're not taking their meds the way they're supposed to be anyway. No. So or no. do they them, even know they need meds? Right, and getting yeah. them to go to an, uh, you know, a job, is uh, is never going to happen. No. So like number one, like I said, you need an address. The first thing they ask you for is an address. Well, you know, we we went to the hockey game yesterday, and there's a man who has we've been go. How long have I known Kevin? Eight years. Mm. So for eight years, there has been a man who sits on the curb. Every time there's a hockey game to ask mm-hmm. for change or money. So when we were season ticket holders, every time we went to a game, we would take him food mm-hmm. or money or leftovers. If we had gone out to eat before mm-hmm. then, he always got our stuff. He wasn't there the last time we went, and he he disappears pretty often. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the times he said, you know, the cops were hassling him. They mm-hmm. thought he had done this. He goes, it wasn't me, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's always been coherent. And he's always been really, he's a very lovely man Mm -hmm. for living on the streets and riding a bike everywhere. So 
we didn't see him last time. So, of course, you know what I think is that he's gone. He's either yeah. moved on or he's died. Mm-hmm. And he's not an old guy. He yeah. might be 35 or 40. So he was there yesterday when we went to the game. And we didn't have any cash. And we yeah. didn't have any food because we didn't expect him yeah. to be there. Mm-hmm. And he barely remembered us. It's been a long, tough, yeah. out in the heat trying to make ends meet mm-hmm. or trying to just find a place to to get out of the sun and to lay your head and have get a couple somebody, of bucks for a burger yeah, or a sandwich him, or something. Yeah. So I mean it it is it it uh it just kind of depresses me, but cuz not everybody out there panhandling is looking for drug money. Uh, granted, there are those even people if they that are. that's but yeah. you know, and I would, you know, you can go I have a bottle of water. If you don't have any cash on you, just uh, give them a bottle of water. Because anybody I, can use a bottle of water yeah, or a snack. I, I mean, or... I do it all the time. Just if I have cash, I'll give it out. If you're going to stand there in the heat on the corner, I'll give you some damn money if I've got it. Mm-hmm. Um, one time I gave this poor guy all of the change out of my middle um, mm-hmm. thing. And I was like, sorry, but, you know, you mm-hmm. either want it or you don't. That's mm-hmm. all I got right now. But... Um, you know, getting back to the whole, the girl from here, you know, she thought that was a terrible idea. And I thought, they've got us beat. They know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And we suck at it. Bottom yeah. line. So, I mean, you know. Most countries have us beat in that regard. I mean, the West Coast. The West Coast has mm-hmm. us beat. They yeah. will always, it's, and it, when you come from here and go out there, it is very interesting when you come up on a tent city and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh, oh okay. you know, yeah. but there's like, there's, there's a whole government involved in that, you know, mm-hmm. they know who, who to mess with, who not to, don't mess with my stuff. It's my stuff. Yeah. My question is when they have, um, they had the, um, tornadoes and everything that went through the Midwest and all these people lost their houses and the hurricanes and everything came for, came through all of a sudden they provided all these, uh, like mobile homes. For everybody why can't they give those to the homeless people because insurance isn't paying for it yeah yeah but it's like a fema thing so insurance isn't paying them yeah. either it's just the sure government but isn't that homeless will never be emergency management oh never yeah they don't but okay Cities it's not emergency general... management what about but that's fema's job. yeah but you can management. say that till you're blue in the face but we but, all but if somebody's um, bombed out of their house or something happens where a bunch of people are just kicked out of their country halfway around the world, we're throwing billions of dollars at them. Not that I'm saying we shouldn't, but take a look around your own country. And I'm not saying the old America first and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, everybody should be helping. We should be helping everybody. You know what I'm... Am I... Am I saying what I was trying to say? Yeah, you are, but we're both sitting here like we all know that. We all know that. What should happen. Passing $40 People like us are the ones who should be in charge, but then people like us don't want to have that because it's, I think it's just so easy to become corrupted no matter what your aspirations are. Well, I mean, passing the $40 million, $40 billion to Ukraine when there's like a baby formula shortage is like a wild move by... The government. Yeah. So the real question is, though, why is there a baby formula shortage when there's not in any other country? Yes. Yeah. I read about it. Wasn't it's, it Abbott? It has to do with how it's processed and where we get 
it made. And where we had it made, the one factory had a Listeria or yeah, like a, something. So and they just got, all yeah. of a sudden, they're like, oh, you're approved. Go back go back to work and start making also formula again. Fact, why wasn't that done, like, it's what, a while ago? Also, fun fact, why there are so many, like, recalls and, like, people getting sick and that kind of stuff is... Uh, Right at the beginning of the Trump presidency, not to bring up anything about that, but uh, they kind of passed like more relaxed rules for the FDA, mm. which sucks. Oh, yeah, which 100%. you should never do. You should that, never yeah. relax the rules of like what food goes in. Now there's so much recalls because yeah, oh, so contamination now there's like, here. Like, oh yeah, there's E. coli in the beef, and there's like this Jif, listeria just, outbreak. Just Jif creamy and crunchy peanut butter. They're like, take it out of your house. It's all contaminated with salmonella now. I'm like, what? Why? Oh, I just ate a whole thing of just peanut butter like a week ago. Jeff? You know, um, Jeff. when I was stationed in oh, Germany. Oh, dear. <laughs> haven't been sick yet. Right? When I was stationed in Germany, I could have purchased my formula on base in the BX for mm-hmm. huge amounts of money. Mm-hmm. It's always been prohibitively expensive because you know people have to have it so let's charge them a shit ton of money for it yep i could have i used to go to the german grocery store Mm -hmm. and buy twice as much for half the cost yeah Yeah. and it was the exact same formula as they were selling Mm -hmm. you know and i i thought to myself if it's so bad if this shortage is so bad why aren't we getting it from other countries what's the problem oh there's theirs isn't like ours their kids are fine yeah Yeah. matter of fact their kids are smarter than us (laughs) and they're healthier than healthier than ours and And so what's the problem because those those have the proper nutritions and they're not extra added fats and sugars and all that that we require yeah it's also not all like corn based because we overproduce corn make it and that's what we do so anyway i mean i just it it's a thing right now and i'm just i pay no attention because i mean sadly it doesn't apply to me or or my family yeah but i i watched it this morning on the news and these people were crying because their premature baby needs this specific formula mm-hmm. and i'm thinking when did she stop breastfeeding so if it's a premature baby, yeah. the best milk is your, is your breast, breast milk. milk. But, but it's hard if, to make. If she's not if breast she's milk. not able to make it, no, it's not. Uh, nobody in my family's been able to breastfeed. They just everybody can enough. pump. That's true, but I mean the nutritional value maybe is not there. Because some people have to go to formula if their breast milk is not supplying the proper nutrients to their baby. Because That's some people few and just, far between. It is few and far between, but I know what happened in my family. Right. I'm just so, saying that that's a that's that's not that's normal. That's a small possibility. Exactly. That's right. And if does your when does your milk come in when you have a premature baby? It comes there in are right things away. That you can, there are things you can do because to, you deliver a baby. Yeah, it's the delivery. So your body's like, okay, let's go. Right. And there are the baby's not in can, the the baby's not in the hospital anymore. Yeah. But well, there aren't were there things you can do and think certain foods you can eat to stimulate production. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just pumping stimulates it. Yeah. That's so, all. Yeah, I don't know and what And then making sure that you drink enough. Anyway. So, so yeah, you think me. that you know, breast milk would be the best if you're able to if you're able to do it. And like you said it's a rare occasion when you can't. But and then, you know, bring it in from another country for goodness sakes. And I mean, there's people out there that will pump and sell their yes. breast milk. Or so why give it or away. Give it away. 
Yeah, because they ask for people to donate their breast milk yep. and stuff all the time. So why is that not being encouraged? And I, I don't mean, know. I get it. It maybe it's for, I don't know. Aren't you supposed to stop feeding babies formula at a year? Yeah, they I can would think go so. on. They can go also, on vitamin D milk like, at a year old. At a yeah, is so, it even sooner than that? No, a year. I think is maybe what it you're is supposed a year. to do formula for the whole year, but you can add stuff. Yeah. to the year like but. when jeremy was like three four months old i would add a couple of sprinkles of like baby cereal yeah they're very some sleep. They're, it's very different now they're very yeah. very regimented mm-hmm. on i feel like we were just like fly That's by the seat of our pants. feeding where you yeah. feed every two hours yeah. and no my mom was feeding me cereal when i was like three months old yeah exactly she's like you're a fat baby, and you need to eat, and I couldn't keep up with the formula, so you were eating cereal. And I'm like, what? She goes, ah, I watered it down with the formula. Don't worry about it. She goes, but you slept like a child. You know, <laughs> speaking of babies and eating, um, somebody was posting pictures about, I guess there's this whole thing about don't show your breast, don't show your baby. It's been going on for quite a while. Yeah. Don't show your baby breastfeeding. It's lewd. It's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous that yeah. people would ever think that yeah and they're like you know it's just it's it never it's just recently that everybody thinks it's okay to show their breast in a picture or out in public or whatever yeah no it's always been always like that been. it's only recently that's, that everyone's that, like that got, yeah. that's, that got that's what goes on in your mind that thinks it's lewd not also, that it's actually lewd it's what you if any of these people with that argument because i've also seen that argument mm-hmm. for like a while but, like, if any of these people went to, like, France, they would explode. Correct. Yeah, because, like, Europe, people's boobs are out around the world. Whether they're breastfeeding or walking on the beach, people get over it. Yeah. They're just breasts. Get the hell over it. So, it, it just was funny to me. They showed pictures from, like, 1890, and they're actually, <laughs> like, posed pictures yeah. with the woman's breast out, and she's feeding the baby mm-hmm. in the posed pictures. It's like... It's always been okay. Also, that's okay. literally what they're for. Exactly. That's like what weird. For. If you weird think it's straight lewd, men. then <laughs> it's technically what they were there for. That's on you. Like, yeah, that's your own interpretation of what you think is, you know, just because you wouldn't do it doesn't mean it's yeah. Well, I mean I had I had both kids in Germany, so it was easy to breastfeed there. I didn't have a blanket. Yeah, no. It was and a the... lot of celebrities are posting pictures like on Instagram and all that. They they don't want to show their baby's face, obviously, mm. for possible kidnappers and crazies. But they are just flooding Instagram with their breastfeeding pictures. And I'm like, yes, it's normal. Yeah. It's a human normal so thing. Crazy. So anyway. Oh, goodness. So we were talking... Before the podcast started about last week, we talked about um, Bill's high school friend mm-hmm. and uh, who passed away. Who passed away. And then yesterday morning, Brittany called me at 8.42 our time, which is like 5 or 6 o'clock her mm-hmm. time. And I thought, oh, this can't be good. <laughs> and uh, her great aunt passed away. Mm. So note to self, don't wait to go to the gynecologist. Go get your damn checkup. Yep. Um, Don't wait to tell people what they mean to you. Don't wait to get... I mean, she had a very aggressive form of some type of um, cancer. They never figured out... Brittany never knew what it was. It was either uterine or ovarian. 
And, um, I mean, she was still in the beginnings of what is it, what, how are we going to treat mm-hmm. it? She was scheduled for a CAT scan today, and she died in her sleep. Yeah. So, you know, it could have been prevented. Pap smear. Yeah. I mean, granted, yeah. she was 77, but still... I mean, she could still go have a pelvic exam and they can do a manual exam and feel if there's anything going on in there. So, "Mm, I mean, your uterus feels a little bulky. Maybe we'll get a sano on that and see what's going on. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's such a bummer to me that things, you know, it was like the friend from before that her Mm -hmm. mother who passed away in her late 40s, early 50s because she didn't get a pap smear. Yeah. So same thing. It doesn't matter. Any time that this could happen to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, oh gosh, it just blows my mind that people won't go to the gynecologist. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you're... Excuse me. Ovarian cancer, they call it the silent killer. Correct. Um, if you have bloating or you feel full really fast after eating just a few bites and that's a change and you have some indigestion and all that kind of stuff, go to your primary care. It right. may be just GERD. Or lactose intolerance. Or anything like that. But again, it could be ovarian cancer. Right. So if you have anything unusual, and we we pound this in, we say this all the time, go get checked out. That's right. What's the harm in getting checked out? What's it going to hurt? Take a few minutes and go get checked out. You say, I can't take time off from work. Work does not care that if you die tomorrow, they're going to be already posting for your job before your obituary hits the paper. Don't give your life to your work, which is something I have just recently realized because I'm taking my vacation days. Take your vacation days. Take the time off. Do what's good for you because how are you going to be at work if you're dead? Or if you, how much work are you going to miss if you have to have surgery, if you have to have chemo, if you have to have radiation? Go get it checked out and nip it in the bud. You have to. I mean, the thing is, is that most insurance will give you, they will pay for your primary Mm -hmm. uh, physical once a year. And they'll pay for your GYN physical once a year. And they'll cover most of your screenings, your pap smears, your mammograms, your colonoscopy. As long as it's a screening, most insurances will cover that. Go get it done. And, you know, it's... And if your work doesn't understand... Well, then maybe you need to find some place to work that does understand. Or, you know, it's it's an hour out of your day. Honestly. So, you know, if it's that you don't have time, the sad part is is you're going to have to have time to die. That's it. Because if you don't go, yeah. this is what happens. You die in your sleep three weeks after finding out you have cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank goodness that she... Um, when COVID happened, I think she had set up a lot of her stuff. So just her in arrangements case. and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Brittany had, Brittany was smart enough to get her to, you know, passwords for checking accounts. That's a great um, idea. You know, who gets what? Yeah. What are we going to do with her stuff? Yeah, if if you're not able to do a full will, a full legalized will, because you don't think you have a a lot of stuff, write something down and give it to somebody that you trust and make sure you sign it. Notarize it if you have to, but just make sure that your wishes are known to somebody because... And, and you know, the other thing that just kind of blows my mind, and this is not the first time we've heard about it, Mm -hmm. Val and I both have heard about this, that if you are not married... Even if you have a partner, but if you're not mm-hmm. married 
and you have a child, the child is the next of kin. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you live with your sister. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you live with your partner and you have every piece of paper known to man that says this person can and make decisions been together for 10, me. 10, 15, 20 years. Doesn't no. matter. Your child. And your if you're child estranged your from spouse, that child. Doesn't matter. Then the child is left to they yeah, have to they, they have, have to, to hunt sign down off that child yeah, yeah. because it happened yesterday. They reached out to her son and he was like, "I don't care." He could not have a care in the world about his mother passing away. But they but have the, to get him to sign off. That's today the they found yeah. out they need him to, to say yeah. it's okay to cremate her. Yeah. What when does he have to do with living anything? with her sister? Her sister knows everything yep. she wants, yep. and her great niece yep. Brittany. Yep. They they know what their wishes are, and they're like, "Well, law says it's got to be her son." It's ridiculous. It is crazy. Now I know um, when my mom passed, we all had to sign for the cremation and all that kind of stuff, yeah, which we we're has... easy to locate. But yeah, but you know, I mean, she has we one son, so that's all they wanted. If they were was estranged, that... and he, she has one son, even though she lives with her sister. So just make sure. That pretty much what we're saying is get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you can live your life and fly by the seat of your pants, but just make sure those details are buttoned down just in the off chance that something should happen. Something like this that was very quick that you just go, oh, I really don't have much. But if you do have a partner, like Shanna says, and you have separate checking accounts, that account is going to the state. You could have uh, $50,000 in there. Nobody's going to see a penny. That's right. So either put your partner's name. You can keep separate bank accounts if that's what you prefer. Just put each other's name on there that says or. It's not enough. And then, well, and then make your wishes known that. Still not enough. But. Because that's what happened. That's why Kevin and I got married. Because the only thing that matters Mm -hmm. is a marriage certificate in 2022. The only thing that matters is a marriage certificate. It's so crazy to me Mm -hmm. that a a child or your son's child or something is the next of kin. And this person that you've been living with and you have every power attorney. You've owned property together. Your healthcare proxy and everything. It means means nothing. nothing. Wow. And it's it's a ridiculous, archaic system. And mm-hmm. why isn't it better? And it's yeah. not Florida. This this oh, happened yeah, in it's Arizona. Nationwide. Yeah. yeah, it's nationwide. There's uh, this guy who comes into work who was telling me his recent family will drama. He had like a cousin or an uncle or something who died, and uh, in his will he left everything in his estate to his like nephew or whatever. Uh, the nephew is like 14 years old, mm. wow. and he had like extra accounts and that kind of stuff and it like totals over a million dollars that is all going to this one singular kid in their family randomly chosen because that's not the only relative that he had wow but it's all going to this one kid who (laughs) now has to decide to divvy it up accordingly wow and the kid's like the kid doesn't even know the kid's parents know the kid doesn't know yet wow and they're like we don't know if we should Tell the kid <laughs> like that he's now I'm getting a millionaire. Well, well, they might be able to put it into a trust. Hopefully, the parents are not greedy, where they're just I don't gonna think so. like. I don't know the full story, but take it over. I would think they'd put it in a trust for him. But you're gonna have lawsuit after lawsuit. Exactly. If somebody gets a wild hair up their ass, they're gonna 
have a lawsuit and contest it and say mm-hmm. he can't possibly have right. been of sound mind because why would he leave everything to them and not anything for me or this or that or, you know. So that just sets up a lot of troubles. Yeah. It's, I just, the whole dying thing is not It's good. getting a little too close to home because it's like all the time. Yeah, There's it is. somebody that we time. know around our age now. It's like both of my parents are gone. I'm next. And we've talked about this where you're walking towards the edge of that drop off and it's yeah you know i feel and i feel pretty okay well i mean (laughs) but i was going to say you know Brittany chose to move out there to care for for Mm -hmm. these two um ladies and the one is her grandmother and then her grandmother's sister so Mm -hmm. her great aunt she knew going into it because we've talked about it since Mm -hmm. she moved out there yeah you're going out there to care for them when until they die yeah that's the deal. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be difficult. Yep. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I got this. It's going to be fine. I, I, I can do this. I'm like, I know you can do it, but it's going to be but, very yeah. tough. Yep. And so I don't think she really knew how tough it was mm-hmm. until yesterday. Yeah. You know, because she starts crying as soon as I get on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I got to, I got to get myself together. I got to go over and help grandma. I got, I got this. I got this. I'm like, I know you have it. Yeah, but you can fall apart. That's you can. okay. And it's yes. very stressful. Yeah. And so now she's got this, I feel like, on her shoulders, and I know she does too. Mm-hmm. And so now her worry is, how do I take care of my grandmother? Yeah. You know, completely. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Her grandmother's going to be fine because her sister was a lot of work. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to be weird for her grandmother to live alone now. Yeah. And she's, she's you know, she you would never think of her as this frail little old lady. Because mm-hmm. she's not. She's in good shape. You know, yeah. she still cooks all the time and stuff. But when Brittany talked about going out there, what a good girl. So mm-hmm. noble of you to yeah. go out there and help. But in the back of my head, I'm like, can she do it mentally? Mm-hmm. Physically, she could do anything. Yeah. But can can she handle it? Mm-hmm. And now watching how that happened yesterday, I know she can, but at what cost? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so when it's all said and done and when the dust settles, that's when you have to watch out for, is she okay? Right. Because, you know, you can cry and you can pull your shit together and then you can cry and pull your shit together. But then when the dust settles and you can finally breathe mm-hmm. and then you get to absorb it right. and do all that. And that's when uh, a lot of people, they're like, oh, it's all done. They'll be okay. Everything's okay. And that's when people hit like rock bottom. Right. Or like, it's all done. Now what? And then yeah. they, they kind of, so that's when you need to check in on your friends after the whole yeah. Uh, ceremonial things and you know everybody's bringing you dinners and all this and then when it's quiet after everything's done that's when it kind of sinks in and that's when your mental state is I think more important than when you're going through and you're busy 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 so well speaking of mental state I was thinking the other day (laughs) yes no Saturday I was thinking Saturday (laughs) I was thinking Saturday Um, I was getting my meds out of the cabinet and I was like for the rest of my life I'm gonna have to screw with these medications Mm -hmm. they're gonna have to fix them they're gonna have to adjust them change them tweak them all of these things and I was like ugh, I hate that 
because <laughs> my phone's Jen's going crazy phone's for whatever crazy. reason. I don't know she what's happening. She has one of those cool new flip phones, too. Um, I, we're probably talking about Brittany, and there's a million things coming in. <laughs> it is Brittany. Holy cow. <laughs> She's mentally. Psychic. Yeah, she knows. Um, so anyway, oh, the meds. And I'm a tough, I'm a tough person, right? Mm-hmm. And having to rely on them is very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, day to day is one thing, but forever. But then when you look at it like, oh, forever, shit. I'll never be off medication. Mm-hmm. I mean, better than the alternative. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Better for everybody else, too. Than Correct. The Around me. You. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> We've seen it. That's right. We've been there. We but I think, don't you think that going back to uh, homeless people mm-hmm. who are on their meds and they think about something like that and they go, I can't do this for the rest of right. my life. I'm just exactly. going to go off because I'm feeling better anyway. So I'm just going to go off of it because yeah. I can't, I can't dedicate my whole life to doing this. This is crazy. I can't just take pills for the rest of my life. It's insane. I'm just not going to take them. Yeah. And then they spiral and that's... If you're having to choose between like, I can either pay for... My medicine or pay groceries. My next meal or a place to stay Mm -hmm. or I could pay for my meds. The more immediate thing is like, I need food and shelter. That's it. Or if you have shelter and you go, well, I can either um, not pay my rent not pay my electricity bill or I can get yeah. my meds instead of groceries, rent and food. There's a, you know, because a lot of and times it, people it, don't have insurance well, and, and they too, don't, their insurance doesn't cover their meds. And or, it's not just, it's not just homeless or transient people. I know a girl who lives in a tiny little trailer. She lives on bare minimum. She mm-hmm. works. Yeah. She lives on bare minimum. Just this last week, she had to spend Close to $400 on medication. Mm-hmm. She ended up in the hospital. She mm-hmm. was there all weekend. When she got out, they prescribed her all this crazy medication. And she feels like if she does not take it, she will die. Yeah. And so she's, I don't I she's don't stuck. know what she's using to pay for this medication. Yeah. And I mean, there's good RX and there's help, but... She has insurance. But that's the thing. And you can still use good RX and your copay cards. But why is it that... And people are like, well, if she just had a healthier lifestyle, you can have the healthiest lifestyle and still have diabetes. You can still have heart disease. You can still develop cancer or tumors or endometriosis or stomach problems. You don't have to have a poor diet and lack of exercise and be overweight to have these conditions because a lot of people would just go, well, they're overweight. And they're like, well, what if they're not and they still have these problems? Then what's your what's your excuse for why they have to and suffer? And also like... That doesn't necessarily, no personal choice matters in terms of like. That should not negate you from getting help and getting the medicine you need. And a lot of people are like, Yeah, that's how healthcare works is like. Well, if they were just thinner and took better care of themselves, maybe they do. If you have a thyroid or some other glandular problem, and who cares? Yeah. Like if they don't exercise five days a week, three hours a day, and they have problems, who fucking cares? You still need to provide health care for them. Yeah, you and can't I like walk into an ER does. with like your finger missing and being like, oh, you shouldn't have cut it off. Yeah, like it's, it's the that's same That's not thing. how it works. That's not how things work. <laughs> you can't judge people because they can't afford their meds for this and that. And I think that's what a lot of people in society do. They judge you for whatever decisions you make. Well, you wouldn't need this if this. How do you know? Well, I mean, 
doesn't even matter what people no. how people judge you. It's the fact that there's a huge problem. And, you know, the fact that that, you know, I have to pay for this medication, mm-hmm. so I'm going to eat soup for the next month, two yeah. months. And just like the homeless people, you know, yeah. that shouldn't be that should not be something that you have to juggle. No. Meds, you shouldn't have food, to choose place to live. When I'm saying like insurance companies and people of um, more financially stable, especially insurance companies are like, well, you know, we can, and they always push, well, we have a health coach here for you. If you want to take advantage of that, maybe you wouldn't be on these medications. Why don't you just fucking pay for the medications? That's what we pay you for. Yeah. So. Such a bummer. It's just insurance companies just run the country and it's horrible that people are literally dying because they can't afford it. They can't afford to live. They can't afford to live. Well, that's it. Anyway, so we've been spin this so back around happy. before we wrap that up. There's 15 minutes <laughs> left in the podcast. And don't forget your Kegels. Um, hey, check out our Instagram. Check out our Facebook page. Check out our podcasts. We have several people who are starting at the beginning and they're just running with it. And we have people who are saying, hey, I love your podcast. And that's just throwing me for a giant loop, even though I'm constantly telling people about it at work and handing out business cards. Um, it just throws me for a loop. And the interactions we had, what, 1.4 thousand people that have engaged with our Pink Notes um, Facebook page is just like blowing my mind. Oh, we got to talk about brand management, by the way, with the Instagram. Okay. You're one degree of separation away from putting like a minion meme on the Instagram. Can't have that. I won't do minions. I know you don't like minions. <laughs> I just like throw stuff up there just so people see it. But I have to do like, you we gotta, have to do more reels and yeah. TikToks and actual, you know, I just, I'm trying to get that out there until we can do that. No more found content. Oh. If you want to put it up, you got to make it. Original oh. content. Well, blow me down. What is she going to do with her days then? I don't know. <laughs> she lives to find the fun memes. We'll see. <laughs> what? Um, Jeremy's not the boss of me. <laughs> so, anything fun happen at work? Nothing no. fun ever happens Mm-mm. at work. I had a really easy schedule because uh, the provider I was supposed to work with was... Uh, Laboring with the TOLAC all day, which is trial of labor after C-section. It's also called a VBAC, vaginal birth after C-section. So a doctor has to be there in case it goes south and they end up needing another C-section. So she was there all day. So a lovely um, nurse practitioner midwife. I worked with her all day and a lot of the patients dropped off because it's a doctor issue and a nurse practitioner. So I had an easy peasy schedule on the last day before I go where? Kids? Vacation. A vacation. I'm on vacation through next Tuesday. So I'll be heading out to the East Coast to stare at the ocean from my balcony for several days. I won't. With the bill. Neither will. I won't. I'll just be here. It's only a couple hours away from coast to coast, so that's the easy peasy way to do it. And I got a letter. I got a letter from the resort because we've stayed there more than once. Hey, so you're pre-approved. We will give you minimum $15,000 $15,000 if you want to buy one of our units and just come out here whenever you want. No, thank you. You could make that money back by uh, doing Subletting short-term it. rentals. Yeah. But I don't know if it's like a timeshare. It's a timeshare, And I don't sure. understand that. So If it's a resort, can't, it's a timeshare. Because you can't, like, sublet it. 
because it's a timeshare, so they sublet it. So they said I could own it, though. I would own one of the units. You would own a share of it. Of the no, it actually says I could own one of the units. There has so, to be a catch. Uh, oh, I'm 100% 000. not even going to ask for more information about it. Well, then you'll have to so, sit in a briefing and or a yeah, meeting. One of those or meetings a, and all that. So one of those presentations, seminar. one of those uh, sales seminar. pitch. You could just, just to go over a the amenities. A brief presentation. Yeah. Uh, to go over the amenities at our um, wonderful resort. I've been there. I know what your amenities are. No, thank you. I once got suckered into a timeshare on Siesta Key. Hmm. Like, not suckered fully into a timeshare, but I once sat through the presentation because they were just like... Just to get a free Yeah, they right? had like free drinks, free snacks. And I was like... Mm-hmm. I could eat. I saw a table <laughs> with free drinks, free snacks. And I was like, oh, nice. Yeah. It was like after work. So I just. I'm thirsty. I need yeah. a snack. I walked over and I was like, hey, what's the deal? This is like a birthday party. Like, what's the deal? And they're like, Come oh, on if you in. just sit down for our like 15 minute presentation, uh, you can have whatever you want. And I was like, all right, sweet. All right. So I sat down and they're like, for like, it was an absurd amount of money mm-hmm. per month. Yeah. It's like, oh, for $3,000 per like month or per week or whatever, you could own. Uh, Two weekends a month at this place. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't even make that in a month. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, but thanks for the, like, for the mini snack. thing of seltzer water and the bag of, like, crackers. Crackers I mean, and pretzels. I have, I have friends, good friends, that own a timeshare. Mm. And so, of course, you know, they have to schedule where they want to go. Mm-hmm. And... They have to work around other people's the super, and... you know, popular dates and times for where they want to go. They're always pretty good about getting them, mm-hmm. but you'd think that paying monthly for this would be all. No, you have to pay when you get to the timeshare. They want extra weird. money then. That's too. stupid. It's a lot. It's yeah. very expensive. And you they say you cannot get out of your timeshare. You can. Oh, no, there's special that, lawyers yes. just to get out of get you out of a timeshare. Yeah. Because once you sign on the dotted line, nobody reads the fine print. My um, The providers I worked with uh, back up in uh, Pennsylvania owned a condo in Orlando that we stayed at mm-hmm. when we went to Orlando, Bill and Jeremy and I. And I think it was uh, $35 a night or a week or mm-hmm. something like that. $35 a night was all they charged us because um, they give us a special rate because they own it and then you could rent it out. Right. So, yeah, it's really nice. Oh, it was a really nice condo for 35 bucks a night and it was a suite, two bedrooms, full living room, the whole thing. It was really nice. Yeah, so, I mean, every place we've gone with them mm-hmm. has been stunningly beautiful. Yeah. And if it's not, they tell somebody about it because mm-hmm. they're like, we pay a lot of money Yeah, and we expect I don't think this I, to I don't be... think we'd ever do a timeshare and um, I, I think never, I think Bill and I have talked about it before. If we were going to get someplace, we would get our own place, like in North Carolina, not like two hours away from where we live, you know. So we'll go to the resort maybe again if we just want a quick weekend away or something like that because it's a really nice resort. They have a ton of pools and a lazy river. I've talked about it on here before, but um, and it's right on the beach, all balcony, all ocean view rooms. So nice for a little getaway. I'll be but, here. Mm-hmm. Jeremy care of will dog. literally be here <laughs> taking care of our dog. What a sweet boy. So, yeah, we're not doing anything anytime soon. Our next vacation isn't until October. We're considering a cruise. So, I know we were talking about You guys going... have fun with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were talking about New York, but Bill just, uh, it's too chilly in New York. Oh, well, we talked about it last year and we're like, it's too chilly. We went to Vegas. Actually, uh, New York was actually warmer than Vegas when we were out there, but 
you know. So we're thinking maybe a cruise. Yeah, that's always a good time. Yeah. And we don't have to fly anywhere to get to it, so there's money saved right The only there, thing so. about cruises is that you have to um, just make sure that all of Prepare your COVID, we've getting COVID. <laughs> all of your COVID stuff is up to date. Yeah, and we've got all of our. We're going to get our second booster as soon as we can. Um, so yeah, they have. If you leave out of Tampa Bay, you go to uh, Mexico. If you leave on the East Coast, you go to the Bahamas. And then the East Coast, I think you do a three day. Three day here, it's minimum of five. So. I don't know. Maybe no, we'll there's, just... No, there's a three-day out of Tampa. Is there? Because mm-hmm. I couldn't find one, but... I'll yeah, look. I think it depends on... I don't Where know. you're going and all that kind of stuff. Them. I have a friend who does them all the time. and I have a, and, uh, uh, my step-aunt. She goes on cruises all the time. She's going to one in Europe. Where they're going told, to Greece and all that kind of have stuff. Have I told the story on this podcast of the lady who sold fake cruises? No. That I used Mm-mm. to work with? Mm-mm. Do you know the story? Fake cruises? Uh, so when I worked at the chocolate shop, uh, there was this lady named Janet. Uh, she's in jail now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good place <laughs> you, for her. That sounds like. very yeah. familiar to so, me. That sounds, yeah. She was very weird the whole time she worked there. No one really knew she why. She worked at the chocolate place yeah. with you? No oh, one okay. knew why she worked there. Because she was like probably mid-40s. Mm-hmm. Seemed like she had like a lot going on. And we were like, why are you here mm-hmm. making, like, minimum wage? Why are you, like... That was a cover. Why are you here? It was. <laughs> oh. But... <laughs> so one day she, like, shows up with a different car than usual. And we were like, oh, hey, what happened? Like, that's a nice car. Did you get a new one? She's like, no, it's a rental. I got T-boned uh, and my car got smashed. So this is my rental. We're like, okay. Hmm. Likely story. Cool. Sounds fine. Uh, she <laughs> so she keeps showing up in the same car for, like, months. We're like, there's no way you're renting that. There's that's really good insurance. The amount of a new car in rental fees if you have rented it this long, and they're like, she's like, no, I was actually renting to own. It's mine now. We're like, okay, yeah, okay, fine. Uh, And then she just one day stopped showing up to work, Hmm. and we were like, wow, Janet's on the schedule. It's ten thirty. She was scheduled at nine. Where is she? Called her. No answer. Nothing. So we're just like, okay, Janet died. We don't know, like, <laughs> Janet's dead. dropped off the face of the earth. We cannot find right. anything about her. So, like, months pass, two, three months pass, and then, like, one of the other managers came in, and she's like, like, well, I found Janet. We're like, what do you, do you run into her in, like, a Publix? <laughs> like, what happened? She's like, no, she's in jail. <laughs> we're like, what'd she do? Uh... So her whole scam was she would, like, get online, pose as a travel agent, uh, say, oh, hey, if you can get to Miami, if you can get yourself to Miami uh, and pay me, like, $20,000, you can have this, like, VIP cruise experience. You just have to get yourself to the port. Wow. Wow. Uh, So they would wire her (laughs) an amount of money. Uh Uh, drive to Miami. The cruise doesn't exist. Uh, It was all done by a fake name. Right. And she just got away with it. Wow. How they caught her was she sent somebody to Spain to get on a cruise. (gasps) And they paid their way to Spain. So they paid her an amount of money. She went to jail over like quarter of a million dollars or something like that. She had embezzled from people. But yeah, she, they flew to Spain all on their own dime, went to the port, and they're like, we don't know what you're talking... We don't even uh, do cruises uh, from here. Like, well, I don't know what you're... Why would you not research that? That's my question, is that, like, how do you book a cruise 
with you Without don't get a ticket. Without the person. You don't, you yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. a ticket. You don't get anything. You just get told, like, get yourself to Spain, go to this port. Like, Are these these rich people who yeah, just was, assume that yeah. everybody's going to do that stuff for them? Well, the don't other, worry about it. We've got I your tickets. We'll have your tickets was. at will call. The you other thing and, is, it's... You know, when was this? 2017, 2018? Yeah, like a couple right? of years ago. You can't get away with anything anymore. No. You can't. Exactly. Why did you not Google, like... Correct. Other prices like or... Unless she was, like, undercutting and Spain. if she had a legit-looking website. Or how did she think she was going to get away with it? That's the real question. Well, I don't know how these didn't. scam artists think they <laughs> get away exactly with right. it. They get away with it for so long, but you can't just keep getting away That's with it. That's the thing. Also, she got in trouble because that was a rental car and she just stopped paying the rental oh fees gosh. on it. Oh, shit. How did they not find her and come get it? It was like a garbage <laughs> rental company. It was like... Wow. It was like a two-year-old, like, Dodge Dart that she had. And I was like, nobody wants it. Yeah, yeah I th- I think she rented it from like a lesser known rental place that don't they didn't have like a GPS or anything mm-hmm. on it. So she wow. just would like, you know, she's smart. She should use her something. powers for good rather than evil. Well, she's using it to probably bulk up in prison. Like she's <laughs> using it in the yard to work out. She's using her uh, <laughs> skills to get some uh, protection in the old pokey. But yeah, I was like. I can't believe Janet was like a white collar criminal this whole time. <laughs> like share a cell with Martha Stewart. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like the um, the prison guard who left with exemplary the prisoner, record, right? not a blemish. She's been promoted. And then decided that hey, we should take off. Yeah. Because they said that the that the the inmate, his lawyer said, it's not his mo. And he kind of skirted around saying he's not smart enough to yeah. do that. Yeah. But basically they were saying, he's not smart enough to do he's that. That was all her idea. And then and she then, ended up shooting and killing herself. Yeah, and they and found then the other I'm thing like, well, is, how would you think you were going to get away with it? And why did you go to Cincinnati? Right? Cincinnati? Yeah, I, something like Cleveland, I Cincinnati. Just was up remember there. the beginning Indiana, of the somewhere up there. No, it yeah. was like Cleveland. It started with a C. Cleveland, Cincinnati. Why we wouldn't you go straight south? shot north. Oh, or, why would you go to Ohio by choice? Correct. That's for what any says. reason. For any reason. Ever. <laughs> yeah. And so that's my thought process. This is why did you go north? Why didn't you go south? Why didn't you go southwest and head on into Mexico? For Probably that's sakes. where they thought they should. But they said she had an exemplary record. They didn't have. They didn't seem to have nearly any dealings with each other in the prison system. They weren't like fond of it you know what i mean there was mm-hmm. no impropriety noted but she was very smart because she climbed up the ladder pretty well she's been there what 17 years or something but once again you're not getting away with that shit no don't be a criminal how do Especially people think they like, get away the dude with had stuff? like big white power tattoos he like did, a and very he was like yeah, and how are you gonna hide tall? this seven foot monster with all these crazy <laughs> neck tattoos where are you gonna hide it's, it's not so like funny. you can just like scooch down in the seat I already am, and I still look like I'm a full-grown adult. People are crazy. How can you hide a seven-foot man in a pickup truck? And then... So many crickets. You know, we were watching a uh, show on, I don't know, one of the paid stations or whatever, streaming station. And, um, you know, if you go to Europe... There's a camera on every street oh, yeah. corner. Oh, yeah. You are not getting away with anything no. in Europe. And everybody has Nothing. a camera in their car. Yeah, it's just yeah. not going to happen. And, you know, if you think that you're going to get away with something, you're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, we have cameras here, not like they do over there. 
Oh, no, it's beyond. Because no, everybody's like, does anybody have us. a camera? You know, the cops are always like, hey, can I see this camera from this business? Does it show this angle? Does it show this? There's cameras there yeah. showing their streets. Yeah. But, you know, that's an invasion of privacy if you it do is. it here. That's not good. Shouldn't have that. If you're in public, there should be no expectation of privacy. Simple. If you're out in public, people can see your shit and see what you do. That's not how it works. There should be zero expectation of privacy if you're out in the public eye. If you're out there and there's 50,000 people out there, you can't expect to have any kind of privacy. Yeah, but I should be expected to not be recorded. Well, <laughs> I mean... Like, if someone walks up to you with a camera, that's not good. If somebody's walking around and they're doing these these videos that are online of like, hey, I'm going to walk around and take a tour of New York City for you, and you're out there doing whatever, and they're walking by with a camera, and you happen to be caught on it, so be it. Yeah, but that's different. You should just expect that somebody's going to see what the fuck you're doing out in public. Yeah, but I shouldn't have to expect that. There's no expectation of privacy in public. I've said it before. <laughs> well, it's... That's uh, why people can't have sex in open public places. They can. They shouldn't. Yeah, but that's <laughs> different. Is it? Yes. Different than what? A surveillance state. Mm. You don't think it's going to get worse? It's absolutely going to get worse. Oh, no, everything's always going to get, get worse. worse. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's ever going to get better. That's true. That's why we've said before, I just live my life day to day with my happy little bubble that I'm in and the world can be burning down around me. But as long as I have my health, I have my husband, my dog for however long he's here, my beautiful son and his beautiful boyfriend and my friend, because I only have one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ignorance is bliss. And I'm very blissful. And until they come to my door and try to take my guns, which I don't have any guns, you know, I'm not going to be that person. I'm not going to be that person. So surveil away. If you want to catch me picking my nose in public, God bless you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. On that note, let's just remind people again to do their Kegels and... That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Do your Kegels. Squeeze your ass. I saw that. What was that video we saw today? Somebody had a kettlebell and she had something inside her vagina no, with the no, rope. No, She was doing her Kegels. That's She's crazy. crazy as a loon. She was yeah, just holding it there. And I'm like, oh. It was a kettlebell attached like, with a dang. string to something inside her vagina. Yeah. Crazy. And she was standing there with a skirt, but you could tell it was in there. I don't think it was in her ass, but no, no, she was, was squeezing. That is extreme Kegeling. It's true. That's an extreme Olympic sport. All right, so we're going to let you go for this time. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate all of Val you for listening. might be getting ready to go on vacation. She's ready to go. I'm ready to go. i got to get a new phone because mine is all fucked up, and then I can go on vacation. So until next time, people, um, you know what they say. If you can't be good. Be good at it. I'm Val. I'm Shannon. That's Jeremy. Hmm. Toodles. <laughs> hmm. Take no.